0: They all need to cut cut the the crap. crap. Now, here's your host, Joe Von Hutton Pulitzer.
1: Hey there, folks. Welcome to Cut to Crap. I know, we're named for a program. Why would anybody intentionally name their program Crap? Well, that's because it's me, and I guess I'm just a weirdo. You're going to have to accept me as I am. But the reason I call it Crap, it's only an acronym. It just stands for Culture, Race, and American Politics. For I believe when you mix Culture, Race, and American Politics, everything goes to hell in a handbasket. Talking about hell in a handbasket. Are you sick of these Biden blank checks? Then I want you to think two ways. Think blank ballots for it because they did it. I want you to think about blank ballots. That's what we're going to be talking about today. Hey, folks, do me a favor. Raise a finger. I know you want to give the system this finger. Raise a finger and share this program. This is something that everybody at every level, if you're... Well, just a voter, because it affects you. And if you're in election integrity, you actually need to understand this. First, let's talk about this administration's blank check, this current selected not elected. By the way, in November of last year, this selected not elected maladministration became the record, the record for the most money ever spent in new spending. And the cutoff date for that was November 30th last year. And by that time, this elected, not elected administration had already run up $3.3 trillion, trillion dollars. trillion dollars in spending. Do you ever think you would yearn for the days when it was just approving a new billion dollar bill? What happened to the billion dollar days? Oh, I know what happened to the billion dollars days. As soon as the system went to hell in a handbasket, forget the billions, they were going for trillions. And that's what they did. Now, let's Start with a little bit of mind prep. As I always tell you, I want to make you the smartest person in the room. But right now, we have to do a little bit of mental enema so you understand how to put everything into context for today's program. Number one, let's imagine that we did away with the voter rolls. We know the voter rolls in the United States of America are totally corrupt. We know there's probably... 21 million bad voters on the voter rolls. We know there are ways for illegals to vote. Yeah, in our Constitution, you're supposed to be an American citizen, but we do know that illegals vote. I'll be doing an upcoming program just on that. But I want you to think about this one thing. Imagine in our country that when it came election day, all you had to do was show up with a valid ID that proved who you were, proved that you were 18 years old, and you could be verified as a legal, that's a legal, American citizen. And then you just voted. I want you to think about that for a minute. Nothing to do with party, nothing to do with voter rolls, You just, as long as you show up and you have a valid ID and you are 18 years old and you're an American citizen, you just vote. That's all there is to it. Now, imagine how simple that system would be. Some people would say, imagine how racist that would be having people show up with ID. But let's just imagine that for a minute. It'd be a fairly non-complicated process. You got to be eighteen or older to vote. You got to be an American citizen. Got to have a true, valid ID. Now, the reason I say that is where we sit today is we have voter registration. Now, what do we know about voter registration? We know there are illegals on it. We know there are phantom voters on it. We know that it is so bloated, it's ridiculous. 21 million possible bad voters on the rolls. We also know that the Democrats are pushing to get 16-year-olds put on the voter rolls. Now, why are they doing that? They say, we just want to be prepared. We just want to be prepared that two years down the road... They're already ready to vote. They don't have to worry about it. Put that in your noggin for a minute. And then the fact that they went to Motor Voter, hey, you get a driver's license, boom. You automatically register to vote. Now, why do you think they jam all these people on the voter rolls? Yeah, you are the smartest people in the room. You understand why. See, if you have them on the rolls, and you're required to be on the voting rolls then you understand somebody ultimately controls the roles. So, let's say you have a small town and you've got 1,000 voters. And come election day, we'll just do simple math here. Come election day, 500 people have voted by the time voting closed. You have got 1,000 people in, ta- in town that can vote that are registered to vote, You ran your election, 500 people voted, you had a 50% turnout, the elections closed. Well, simple math would tell you if you had a 1,000 possible voters and only 500 people voted, it would tell you basically, well, we got 500 extra people out there who could have voted. Well, if you're nefarious and you decide you need some extra votes and you got a little more time on your hands, what do you do? Well, you reach into the 500 left. And out of those 500 that are left over, what can you do if you have control of those 500? Well, you can actually cast a vote for them. See, they're not going to come looking for their vote because they didn't vote. So they have no interest in it. They're not going to be screaming and yelling about anything because they just don't know. So think about that for a moment. See, if we wiped away the voter rolls completely and you just showed up with ID having to be of age and an American citizen, well, see, then there's no ammunition. There's no fungible assets. There's no little banking, pre-banking of people that vote. I want to put that into your head because I'm going to show you how this is done, and I'm going to show you, if you have control of those voter rolls and you have that information and you need a few extra votes to make sure your candidate gets in, I'm going to show you exactly how it's done. I'm going to show you how easily it is done, and that's what we're going to be talking about in today's broadcast, because if you're tired of this blank check, that this current maladministration or any administration is running, if you're worried about that blank check, one of the ways to stop that corrupt blank check is you've got to start thinking about
0: the blank ballot. Because that's part of how they do it. Be right back. See, I told you learning how to tell the world to cut cut the the crap crap would make you feel great. There's more to come. Jovan will be right back.
1: Let me let me paint another picture in your head, if I may. Uh, think about it. You know, you've got the auto unions running strikes in three large cities across the United States seeking a 40% pay raise. This is not about strikes and not about whether they should or shouldn't get that. I just want you to think of that person, because we can all visualize it, that works in a factory or a warehouse or a diner or whatever. You walk in, let's say you walk in the back door, and what do you get? Well, you get your time card. And how do you prove that you showed up for work and that you were there? Well, you take your little time card. And you stick it into the time machine, and it basically does a date timestamp on your time card. And it basically is the physical proof that you showed up for work. You clocked in, you clocked out. It's the way it is. Most offices, businesses run like that. Clocked in, clocked out. You understand how it works. I want you to think of that as the validator. That is the physical proof that you were there. Hell, you can go back to your schoolroom as kids. Your first period class, whatever the case may be, teacher, whatever it is, takes a roll call. In that roll call, the teacher listening for your voice to say here or whatever it was, that is the validator that in fact it was accepted. And it was there. You go to the bank. You, depositing your paycheck, taking out cash, getting in cash, doesn't matter what it is. And they give you back a receipt to basically verify the transaction. And what is the verified part of the transaction? Well, they want on that piece of paper the date and timestamp that the transaction occurred. So if anything's wrong, they want to know, okay, what day and what time do we go back to to verify that? In the old fax days, when you put that piece of paper into that fax machine. I can remember being pressed, how the hell do you send a piece of paper through a telephone? Anyway, they put the piece of paper into the fax machine and send it. Do you remember what would validate that the facts went through other than the little beepity beep? That's right. When the paper cut off or it came through on the piece of paper you put through, it would, across the bottom of the page or the header of the page, whatever it was, depending upon the system, it would give you a date and timestamp. It would say, yes, you were here. You did it. Now, let's go back to the checking in, right? You get in late. You know you're going to be late. You know you get in late, you're going to get canned. You're going to lose your job. So you actually ask your buddy, hey, would you do me a favor, dude? I'm going to be late, but I cannot afford being late again. Will you grab my time card and will you stamp me in? Now, it was actually the buddy that did it, right? The buddy grabbed the time card because you weren't really there. The buddy took the time card and jacked it into the system, and the system date stamped it. And the system, as far as anybody's concerned, when you go back and look, well, you were there. All you had to do is just kind of come in the back door. If somebody asked you, oh, it was just, I had to get something from my car real quick, they don't know when you really timed in. But if you can get the piece of paper, right? Get the piece of paper to get that stamp on it, where in that scenario, you're not only stealing time from your company, you're stealing money from your company. You're cheating. But what covers the cheat? The date and time stamp. Now let's do one other thing in math. Let's say, and we'll just use the 2020 election in November for Donald J. Trump and poopy pants in Arizona. And that was decided, let's just call it by 10,500 votes. And let's say in that town, there are 1,000 voting places. So we keep it to simple math. Well, if you needed somebody to clock in a voter for you, You needed some way to say a voter was there even though they really weren't there. What do you need to do? Well, it's all about the people, paper, and programs. And because that vote requires a ballot, if you can get anybody in that system just to insert a blank ballot, what are you going to get in return? Well, it's a blank ballot. It's not really a vote. But what you're going to get in return is you are going to get, hey, the systems say that this ballot came in at this time because it's going to get a date and a timestamp on it. And so when you go back in time and try to audit it, it looks like the paper was there. But in fact, right? But in fact, That voter wasn't there, just like the time clock at the office. Now, if you had a thousand places and an election can be tossed by a few hundred votes, right, For say maybe a mayor or something, a few hundred votes different, you only need a few places to do it. If you want to toss it for a presidency, do you think you could get 10 sheets of paper during the course of a 24-hour period? Do you think you could insert 10 blank ballots over the course of 24 hours well it could be pretty easy you could just take your stack of ballots and while you're wor- walking over to scan them in if you picked up a blank ballot and kind of stuck it on the back of it it'll just go and suck it into the machine and time stamp it that would be a pretty simple process right well let me ask you a question Something that you discovered on this program, thanks to part of our family and friends here, Alice, who's watching, is the detective that originally vetted this out. Imagine you were in a part of a country where there were 700,000 voters. And do you think there's any reason why for 700,000 voters there should be 110,000 blank ballots in the system? There's no excuse for it, right? Why would you need that unless you're going to throw the election? Well, Alice was on to something. This is now being discovered nationwide, and it's how these politicians are most likely getting to the blank check. We're talking about the Biden blank check. You're going to freak out when I show you these next numbers. Share this program, folks. Hang tight.
0: Be right back. Are you following Jovan on all social media? You think this program is good at empowering you?
1: And I want to help you understand some of the things that have been discovered over time when people started paying attention to our elections. Remember, even though 2020 was a mess, right? You started paying attention. You started looking deep. And you started saying they have many ways to do it. So let me give you an example. Number one, when you have mail-in ballots and everybody out there is just dumping mail-in ballots out there, you are intuitive and logical enough to understand if those ballots can get a hold of and somebody can mark them, then they're going to get counted, especially when they're sloppy with signatures and stuff. Now, the difference between, like, a mail-in ballot and your election day ballot is, well, there's kind of no physical person involved, right? No, no, No kind of physical person involved, okay? You just, basically, it comes in. Now, on election day, there's supposed to be a checks and measure of, okay, you came in, but it should actually match somebody who signed in on a poll book so it's kind of got a little extra measure so you understand it's a lot of mail-in ballots can do this nut so set that aside for a moment back in 2020 right after the debacle there was a race in new york for the mayoral stuff they found out that in this race one of these candidates had leaped ahead and by some magical number of about 130,000 and, of course, all the Dems started fighting each other. This is impossible. When, well, when they dug into the system over, you know, a couple thousand precincts, right, they found out that those 130,000 extra ballots were actually, oops, it was a test ballot that was used to test the machine. Now, normally when you're doing a test ballot, you know, your candidates are like Mickey Mouse, although that's kind of appropriate for today. But you understand what I'm saying? It's supposed to be a phony ballot. Well, somebody decided in this test ballot, they would use the real ballot and they marked it for their candidate. Well, all of a sudden, in all of these 2,000 precincts, they had an extra 130,000 ballots because somebody in all of the precincts ran in these test ballots. And they just didn't clear them out, and it gave this candidate 130,000 extra votes. And, of course, the Democrats were fighting with each other. That's not right. That, and, and, of course, they undid it. But you understand, if they can do that with a test ballot, then they can do it with any ballot. So remember when I told you at the beginning of the program, if you had 1,000 voters in your town and 500 people voted, because you look at the poll books, you look at the registration, polls are closed... Well, you got 500 people that didn't vote. Well, if you have access to their vo- those voters, you can vote for them. But see, that's right at the end of the election. That's election day. Here's how the rig works. If you can get in to the system a blank ballot, the machine knows no different. The machine, when that ballot's fed in, it doesn't say, hey, this is a blank ballot, technically get rid of it, it just basically says something's wrong with this ballot. And it wants a human to say what's wrong. Well, the human should go into the system and they should see a blank ballot. And what should they do? They should actually say this is a blank ballot and no vote was recorded. But see, the ballot's put up for adjudication. Now, where should that blank ballot go? Well, if a blank ballot got put into the machine, then you should actually, since it went to adjudication, you should actually have a blank ballot in the batch or in the box with it, right? You should see all these voted ballots and there will be a blank one. That's not what's happening. Let me show you what's going on. I'm gonna show you some numbers. This is a general election in Pinellas County, Florida. Now, if you were looking at the ballot report, see, this is why you become an election vote verification integrity expert. This is why you do it. See, this is part of kind of like the cast vote record crap that they give out, but you notice mysteriously there's this blank line out there, which I have highlighted for you. Well, that's where this code should be in this report. So the first thing you notice is, yes they put out this report this is a standard report but what you notice on this report is they blanked out the information because it should exist there so that should tell you right away somebody does not want you to see this information because when you ask for the right reports it should be there now what are they not showing in Pinellas County Florida well they're not showing There were 16,804 blank ballots. 16,804 blank ballots running through the system. Why did they hide it? They hid it because if you can get a hold of these blank ballots, And you know they're in the system and you get to the end of the day and you look at here's every voter in Pinellas County. And here's who came in. You get a net difference number. And then when you have a net difference number, you know who's not going to come looking for their ballot. And so what can you do? Well, if you have access to the database and you know who didn't come in, you can reach over to a voter who didn't come in and you can drag it right to the ballot. Meaning, you click the ballot how you want it to be voted. That's a person. A human did it. And you drag over a voter from the books who didn't come in. And all of a sudden, it looks like a legal vote. Now, you understand the issue here. This is why they don't want you to look at the paper. Because, see, it's easier to do it quickly in the system than it is to also make the paper match. Now, do you understand why they don't want you looking at the paper? Because if they hit it, something was wrong with it, and in a county where Trump lost by 1,241 votes... Well you can see there they had sixteen thousand eight hundred and four to play with. Now it's one thing with the person sitting there, it's almost a perfect crime where they can drag it over and do it, nobody sees it. How did they protect the crime this last time round in twenty twenty and twenty twenty four? See, they used to have adjudication of ballots right there in the same room where everything was tallied. And so it'd stack it over here and somebody would grab that stack and run over and they have to look at them well you know what they did they basically changed to electronic adjudication meaning okay we don't have to stack it out that takes so many people let's just send a picture to somebody and they took in these cities adjudication which was used to be human sitting here and they put it in a whole nother building down the street some of these places sent it out of the state to be adjudicated what were they adjudicating if it was blank? Well, if it was blank, you can do anything you want with it. By the way, here's Broward County, Florida. Here's Broward County. Why would Broward County, when they have a million to registered voters, why would they need 60,165 blank votes in the system? And when you start digging it, and you know how to look for the code, they do it in every single precinct. If we were to find blank ballots, and there were a thousand precincts, and we were to find five precincts had an accidental blank ballot, we could say two things. It was probably an accident, and it certainly wasn't what? widespread, but all of a sudden you look at it and you find out they try to hide it on the paperwork, and then you really start getting the real reports and you pay attention, and then you find they're doing it in every single precinct, would you call that widespread? Absolutely, you would call it widespread. This is why I've always said the goal of my program is to make you the smartest patriot in the room. One person set this entire thing on their ear, and that's Allison, her wonderful husband. They're restaurateurs; They have an Asian restaurant, but they have kind of technology backgrounds, and they started looking at this and digging, and that spark set the fire because when you go to looking at the system why would there need to be so many blank ballots why would a place like broward county why would it need twenty-two thousand three hundred and twenty-one blank ballots that were cast on election day now i'm just asking you a question do people show up get their blank ballot, do not a ding with it, and stick it into the machine. I just want to ask you that question. In Broward County, Florida, did 22,321 people, because remember, a ballot's a person, right? Did 22,321 people just forget to mark their ballot and went, stuck it in the scanner with nothing on it? The next question I have to ask for you is did 19,582 people on their casting their votes by mail, did they take the envelope, they take the ballot packet, they open the ballot packet, they took out the ballot, they took out the return envelope, they stuck in a blank ballot to the return envelope. But they signed it because you got to sign it. But they didn't cast a single vote on it. Did 19,582 people do that? Did 19,582 people do that? By the way, on the early voting part of it, early voting for mail-in, but mailing voting is just an envelope early voting is somebody walking in saying I don't want to vote my mail-in ballot so print me a new ballot and they vote it, fold it, drop it in the box Did 18,251 people go in to early vote get a ballot handed to them and then absolutely didn't mark it at all but folded it and dropped it in you know the answers. hell no. This isn't over yet. Folks, hang tight. My closing comments. Share this program, please, right now. Closing comments coming up right after this.
0: Are you following Jovan on all social media? You think this program is good at empowering you? You should get your PhD in cutting the crap by following Jovan daily on all social media. Just find him by typing hashtag Jovan Hutton Pulitzer. Hang tight. Jovan will be right back.
1: have to remember, folks, the system cons us nonstop. This is a total con game in our elections. They use words against us like, well, there wasn't enough fraud to make a material difference in the outcome of the election. Yeah. Uh, it's not widespread. Now, why do they do that? They do it as hocus pocus. But let me ask you a question if all of a sudden they have all these reports which we broke this on this program teaching all of you to do it thanks to one of our family here alice did it all of a sudden you notice these reports that they're missing a line in them so i want to let you know if they're missing a line in them it, it basically means somebody intentionally went in and if you were looking at this report and they send you a report that says final results But all of a sudden, on the final results of the official report, which is called an EL45A, you'll find out there should have been a blank for missing, there should have been a line for blank ballots. But they didn't report it. But in the reality is there were 16,804 blank ballots in an election that Donald J. Trump supposedly lost by 1,241 votes. Now, that... Is enough to make a material difference in the outcome of the election. Don't you agree? Yeah, 16,804 is definitely enough to make a material difference to the outcome of the election. And by the way, it had to be nefarious because somebody had to manually go in and block out the information on the report. People, paper, programs. People, paper, programs. And when you start looking at the people, paper, and programmings, you can't explain the stuff. And what is the stuff you got to explain? Why in Broward County, Florida, 10% of all the votes cast, that means one out of every 10 people had the possibility of their vote canceled by a nefarious ballot which replaced it. Did 22,000... 321 people actually walk in on election day, got a ballot, and didn't vote it, and fed it to the machine? I say hell no. Did 19,582 people take their mail-in packet that was mailed to them by the state, open the mail-in packet, take out the ballot, take out the return envelope, Put the ballot back in the return envelope, signed the back of the envelope so it's good, but it was totally freaking blank? Hell no. By the way, did 18,251 people say, I don't want to do my mail-in ballot, but I do want to vote early. And they walked in, were given a ballot, a replacement ballot. And 18,251 of those people didn't do anything with it. Just stuck it in a machine blank. They just wanted to go on a little field trip. Oh, provisional ballots, which means they called you out and said something's wrong and you can't really vote, but here I'll hand you this provisional ballot. And then you mark it, and if we verify it later, we'll use it. There were 11 blanks of those. And it happened in every single precinct? Not some. Every single precinct? Folks, this is the definition of widespread. This is the definition of hiding information, which in my book is nefarious. It is maladministration for sure, malfeasance more than likely. And it's because if you can get that ballot which is paper and you can get it into the machine and you can get that date date time stamp on it then in the one thing they release well we have a copy of the ballots we'll just release the electronic versions here and you can look at that we looked at them they're all fine why will they release a cheap copy of an electronic version we'll see the cheap copy also does a few other things It strips out what's called the Kodak 264. Again, we broke that on our program here three years ago telling you how to read them. We told them they compromised every digital ballot there was when it scans in, and you can't tell if a human voted it or a machine voted it, and you can't tell the difference between that and if a Sharpie did it. Why did they do that? Because then if they've got blank ballots in the system, they've got the template of what they need to do, they look after the vote and they drag them over and do it, It was shown in video to happen real time, how easy it is. Now, do you understand every bit of this is compromised from the top to the bottom? It is all a racket. They play their little word games and say, well, it wasn't enough to make a material difference to the outcome of the election. Because they're talking about the net votes. They think you can't find where they do it. But when you find them with the documentation that says they block it, And by the way, 16,804 of them in this one little bitty county, Pinellas County, Florida. That is enough to make a material difference in the outcome of the election by 11 times. 1,100%. And by the way, when they do this, when they hide blank ballots and cut that out of the report. When the reports are automatically there and said they were there, but they physically hit it. And then when you go in and find that wow they actually cut out columns and then they did it in every single precinct and then they won't let you look at the paper to verify it do you know what that is folks that's called racketeering that is RICO that is the absolute discussion blueprint algorithm fingerprint of RICO and by the way It first got discovered in California, thanks to Alice. Now it's discovered in Florida, multiple counties. Do you think this crap is widespread? You better believe it. Do you think the system's freaking out? And all of you guys out there running around who don't know what you're doing and didn't even know to ask for these blank ballots, and now you understand, folks, why they got to keep you away from the paper. Why they don't want to do full forensic audits? Because they have to hide it. They need you dumb, and this is also why the GOP doesn't teach you to look for blank ballots. And when you've got blank ballots, government gets to write blank checks and fatten their pockets. Tell them all to cut the crap.
0: Most people are afraid to stand up and speak out, but not you. You've been learning how to tell the system